This is Wisdom Wednesday, episode number seven. Welcome to The Marriage Show. I'm your host, Jennifer Price, international marriage interventionist and best-selling co-author of Success Breakthroughs. On this show, I provide innovative solutions for marital success by focusing on personal development and relationship transformation. Every week, I'll be talking with thought leaders from around the world and will be providing your weekly dose of wisdom so you can catapult yourselves to marital success and true life fulfillment. I ask you to love one another, encourage and support each other, and live with passion. Are you ready? Here we go. In this episode, we're talking about polarity, the masculine and feminine characteristics in marriage. The study of masculinity and femininity is a hot topic right now. Masculinity and femininity within marriage create polarity. Many marital problems stem from lack of polarity. So much so, I think it's become an epidemic. Let's break it down. Men typically do not attach emotion to everything, not because they don't care, but because masculinity is about breaking through things, celebrating the breakthrough, letting it go, and then moving on. Think about a football touchdown. They break through the end zone, they celebrate, they let go, and move on to the next play. Women, on the other hand, attach emotion to many things. Women are about filling up, gathering, nurturing, talking, sharing, and details. That's why when a man crosses a woman, she will remember it in great detail for decades. (laughs) And he barely remembers altercations from last week. This is fact. This is science. Men want emotional safety and respect from women. Women typically want love and certainty or security from men. See the polarity? Let's talk about what polarity is. By definition, polarity is the state of having two opposite and contradictory tendencies, opinions, or aspects. Think about the positive and negative ends of a magnet, or the Earth's polarity with the North and South Poles. Polarity is everywhere in existence, including in human beings with the masculine and feminine energies. The masculine energy leads with the mind, the intellect. The feminine energy leads with the heart, with emotions. Most females are born with an innate feminine energy and most males innately possess the masculine energy. These innate energies can change in time due to environment and life experience. For now, we'll discuss what's innate in most. A man is innately designed to hunt, to provide, to create security by staying alert to threats in his environment. And the female is innately designed to talk, create, be jovial or playful, to nurture, to connect, and to be seductive. This is biology. Let's discuss why polarity is necessary. 
Polarity is essential for passion and playfulness to exist in marriage. Without polarity, partners will repel each other, much like two negative ends of a magnet. If you put a negative and a negative end of magnets together, they repel. If you put a positive end up against a positive end, they repel. But with one masculine and one feminine energy present in marriage, just like the positive and negative ends of a magnet, you will be passionately drawn together. Ever hear that opposites attract? This is what people mean with that statement. The masculine energy is attracted to its opposite. And likewise, for the feminine. The masculine energy is represented by the warrior. And the feminine is represented by the goddess. Every warrior wants a goddess. And every goddess needs her warrior. Can you imagine how boring marriage would be if you both were the exact same way in every way? You would never challenge each other. You wouldn't grow. You would die of boredom. Or at the very least, the marriage would die from fighting because of boredom. Polarity is something to celebrate. Appreciate the opposite traits in your spouse because it's one of the cornerstones of balance in relationships. Love your partner's different qualities. It's what brings balance and variety into your relationship. I want to talk for a few minutes about blurred lines. There are a few circumstances that cause a male to dwell in the feminine energy. And those are a domineering or controlling wife, a domineering or controlling mother during childhood, having an effeminate father, homosexuality is another, lack of self-confidence or low self-worth, unprocessed traumas, multiple failures in life, a painful marriage, and of course, divorce. All of these circumstances can cause a male to dwell in the feminine energy. There are several circumstances that cause females to dwell in the masculine energy, and those are a masculine or domineering mother, controlling mother, any form of past or present abuse, a high-powered career can cause a woman to dwell mostly in a masculine energy, unprocessed traumas are another reason, a painful marriage, divorce, single parenting, poor beliefs about men, and low self-esteem or low self-worth. Those can all cause the female to dwell mostly in the masculine energy. There are many different types of conventional marriages today. Some depict unions where the wife is the primary moneymaker and the husband either stays home with the children or has a career of his own but makes less money annually than his wife. This scenario works great for some couples, but it can cause marital problems long-term because most women, not all, but most women, even if it's subconscious, expect their husbands to be the primary provider. Women end up feeling as if they have an extra child instead of a husband. I hear this all the time with clients. Some men are not the Superman, the type where they take the world by storm. And their marriage is evolved enough that both partners are happy with their respective roles, at least short term. But studies prove that most long-term relationships with these reversed traditional roles 
where the wife is the primary breadwinner and the husband either stays at home or makes less money annually. These couples, these relationships, they become asexual based, based on the above mentioned issues. So they will essentially become asexual, meaning polarity will not exist. Conventional marriage can work long term, but you must find ways to create polarity in your relationship, which means you've got to be mindful at all times of the energy and the characteristics that you're displaying. You're going to have to work really hard to have balance here. Another form of a conventional marriage or what's classified as a conventional marriage is a same-sex relationship. In a same-sex relationship, polarity still needs to exist. Studies show that it doesn't really matter who dwells mostly in the masculine or the feminine energy as long as the polarity does exist. All human beings, male and female, need to have both the masculine and the feminine characteristics or energies well honed, and we need to know when to tap into each. The key point here for same-sex unions is to be really mindful of this and to realize that you need to have both well honed and practice both and know when to go in and out of each one. We're going to talk about this more in just a couple minutes, but for right now, I want to look at the differences in makeup between the masculine and the feminine characteristics. For the feminine, I'm just going to list the characteristics. They are being soft-natured, being gentle, intuitive, soft-spoken, loving, vulnerable, easygoing, calm, non-reactive, and non-attacking. It means being a safe haven for the masculine heart. Other characteristics for the feminine are energetic, also passive, meaning non-aggressive, being playful, fun, warm and inviting, smiling a lot, eyes sparkling from sheer delight, breathing freely and relaxed. And the feminine has a very lovely demeanor. And the feminine characteristic Last one is being seductive. Oh, don't let me forget. Uh, it also involves communicating without drama, without neediness, reactivity, or being aggressive or going on the attack. And that's really what defines being a safe haven for a man's heart, is being non-reactive, non-aggressive, not attacking, without drama, and without being needy, right? And then you're going to communicate with honesty, openness, vulnerability, patience, understanding, and love. So all of those characteristics represent the feminine energy or the feminine characteristics. Now let me list the masculine energy or the masculine characteristics. That is being a provider, a protector, being strong. And being strong means mentally, emotionally, and physically, and spiritually as well. The masculine characteristics include being committed, confident, passionate, being a leader. You fight for and defend what's right. Being aggressive, remaining calm amidst a storm. No matter what kind of chaos is going around, you're very calm and very centered. It means being present, being focused, being measured, being in control of yourself meaning being in control of your emotions, your thoughts, and your behaviors. It also includes being disciplined, caring, supportive, logical, having a strong resolve, being true to yourself. You step up. 
The masculine energy eliminates all vulnerability unless he is with an emotionally safe woman. The masculine energy also represents safety, security, provision, and it's why the feminine energy has historically and biologically been attracted to the masculine. Now I want to move along and talk about polarity problems in marriage. Polarity within marriage only becomes a problem if both spouses predominantly dwell in the same energy. Just like magnets, again, you're going to repel each other. Some men dwell mostly in the feminine energy, and some women dwell mostly in the masculine. For example, if a husband dwells mostly in the feminine energy and the wife dwells mostly in the masculine, both are happy and the marriage is going to be a success. Kudos to them. There's no right or wrong here. But history and studies do show that men are typically happiest and most successful when they hold the masculine energy. And women are typically happiest and most successful in the feminine energy. This is biologically innate, the way we're born. Not 100% of humans, but most. Another example of problems in polarity when you're talking about same-sex marriages is when both partners are dwelling in one energy, like both are in the male or both are in the female. In same-sex relationships, both partners need to be very mindful of flexibility within both of these energies. Just be sure that polarity exists. I want to talk about some of the more commonly seen troubles relating to polarity issues in the marriage. During marital difficulties, the feminine energy can easily and quickly resent the masculine energy because the masculine energy freely expresses themselves sexually at any given time, even in the trenches of marital distress, even right after a big blow up or a big fight. The feminine, on the other hand, takes some time warming up, especially if there's stress or there's been an argument. With the feminine energy, you have to be warmed back up to to sexuality. It's one of the first things that the feminine energy shuts down during marital difficulties. If there's a fight, there's no sex, according to the feminine characteristics. The fact that men typically can easily and freely express themselves sexually during marital troubles makes women feel taken advantage of, disrespected, and even used. Because women dwell mostly in the heart, they need to work through marital difficulties and make a heart or a spiritual connection with their man to resume a sexual relationship and to feel good about it. This misunderstanding between the masculine and the feminine can create catastrophic storms within marriage. The American culture is obsessed with the idea of powerful and liberated women. It's not a bad thing, but as intriguing as Wonder Woman may be, is she really the woman that most men want to marry? Not likely, studies say. Why is this? Studies say that it's because a man will be very attracted to this Wonder Woman at first. Wonder Woman meaning she's a boss at work, she's a boss at home, everything she does is successful. She balances work, children, husband, everything all at the same time. We're talking very powerful, very successful women. That's what's considered a Wonder Woman. And 
Some men are very attracted to this at first, but that intense attraction loses steam once he sees what it takes on a deeper level for her to be that Wonder Woman. Here's why. As a Wonder Woman grows in power, confidence, and success in her career and in her life, her masculinity is intensified. It is those masculine traits that allow her to be so damn good at what she does and so successful. Women in high-powered career positions have a difficult time turning off those leadership tendencies when they re-enter the home and the marriage at night. A woman in this position must work diligently to return to her feminine nature once she enters the home and the marriage after work hours. If she doesn't turn off those masculine tendencies when she returns home, her husband diminishes in his masculinity, at least at home and in the marriage. He might be fine with his masculinity and leadership skills at work, but at home and in the marriage, he's toast. That's not to mean that men need women to have low self-esteem or no confidence or no career ability. And it certainly does not mean that women can't or shouldn't take over a company, be a rock star CEO, make a gazillion dollars annually, or rule the world. But it is a reminder of how important it is for women to turn off the masculine characteristics when we leave that professional setting and re-enter the home and the marriage. Hope that makes sense. When women dwell mostly in the masculine energy, men are naturally emasculated, which means he is no longer a man, or at least he doesn't feel like it or act like it. The core of his identity has now been robbed by his wife, and he can no longer lead, provide, or protect, or maybe he can, but he chooses not to because he's so defeated. Most men will not rise up against their wives to claim back their masculinity because it goes against their innate nature to protect and guard her. So many men give in. They surrender and they allow their wife to lead in order to keep the peace. To rise up against her and claim back his identity as masculine, a man will feel like he is attacking the very one he's supposed to be protecting. To fight for his masculinity makes him feel like he is at war with the one that he is supposed to guard. You can see the conflict here. It's not in the masculine nature to fight against women. Masculinity desires to make women happy. A man will die to make his woman that he loves very happy and fulfilled. He'll do anything, even if that means toning down his own masculinity. When a woman leads in marriage and dwells in that masculine energy, the man will step down and begin to dwell more and more in the feminine. And then his wife loses respect for him. She sees him as a weak pansy and ultimately loses all attraction for him. Passion is going to go. Goodbye. (laughs) When men predominantly dwell within the feminine energy, whether his wife is masculine or feminine, she will eventually lose attraction for him for the above-mentioned reasons. So what is the fix? Here's the remedy. It will be different depending on the type of relationship that we're talking about. I'm going to dive into the fix for a male-female marriage, but know that for a same-sex relationship, 
it's going to be predominantly the same, meaning that one needs to dwell mostly in the masculine while the other is in the feminine. If you want to interchange these roles, that's great, but just be really mindful that one is in the masculine and the other is in the feminine to create the polarity necessary. I want to talk to women for just a minute. Here's the remedy for you women that are listening. Women, you need to let go of trying to control your husband and understand that he needs to be a masculine man, which is not a controlled man. Allow him to handle his own stuff the way in which he needs. Allow him to go internal, and if he does not reveal all of his details and feelings and thoughts, realize that this is normal and it's what's necessary for him to function successfully. Respect that and give him the necessary space. He will be grateful to you for this. Inspire his commitment and masculinity by allowing him to lead and allow him to make decisions of his own. This allows him to assert his right to lead and it also allows him to be deeply masculine with you. It also allows him to fall back in love with you and become more passionate about you and your relationship. He'll give you his heart and devotion. He'll die to make you happy. Women, when you approach a man with the agenda of having him open up and talk and share himself, the more he will feel like you're trying to control him and his instinct is to run away from you. This is innate. It's built in. It's a self-defense mechanism. So don't approach your man with the agenda of having him open up and talk and share. You need to approach him in a playful way because when a man feels playful, that's when he relaxes to open up and share. So never approach with the agenda of having a big talk and revealing emotions and thoughts and desires. It typically doesn't work. The next point I have for women is to get your husband to open up to you in any way is really going to require a high amount of femininity from you. You have to be non-threatening, non-aggressive, non-pushy, non-emotional, non-dramatic. You need to be patient and you need to be confident with yourself. When a man makes his woman happy, he feels successful. When a man feels successful, he feels important. He feels significant to you. And when a man feels significant, he is motivated to do more, to please more, and to be more open with you. So allow him to make you happy. Show it. And then give him a verbal affirmation so he knows without a doubt that he's done a great job and he's made you happy in whatever he did. This is very, very pleasing to men. It really encourages men to want to please you even more. Next, I want to let you know that in order to attract your man, you need to do so with a warm and open heart. That means no game playing, no hiding emotions. You have to be totally open and totally warm. When a woman is connected to her heart, it blows a man's world wide open. So if you're having difficulty connecting with your man, stop for a moment and connect with yourself. Be emotionally safe for your man. This means no drama. Rather, you remain calm. That just means not being overly emotional. It doesn't mean that you can't show emotions. You just can't be dramatic about it. You need to be self-confident, confident in him and in his ability. And above all, be loving. Realize that beauty 
has nothing to do with your makeup and your hair. It has everything to do with your smile and your lovely demeanor. All right, that wraps up all my tips for women. Now I wanna talk directly to you guys. For the masculine, the remedy here is to step up. Take back your masculinity. And you're gonna do this by first starting with your identity and your integrity. To build your identity and integrity, I suggest writing down a list of all the masculine traits that you want to embody or grow in. Read this list daily and do everything you can to grow in these ways. Explain to your wife that you want to grow in your masculinity. Explain what it means to you, what traits you're trying to work on and why it's important to you. Explain how it feels to be emasculated and what it would do for you to grow in your masculinity. Take back your masculinity by becoming an excellent leader in your marriage and home. Your wife may be confused by this in the beginning, especially if you've been in that feminine energy for a long time or if she's been dwelling in the masculine. It may take some time getting used to on her part, but in the end, she will love it and she will respect you for it. In time, she will be more attracted to you as well. Passion will definitely ensue. Another suggestion that I have for you guys is to join a men's group where Growing in integrity and maturity is the focus. Having a men's support group will be more beneficial to you as a man and to your wife and children if you have them than you could ever imagine. So look into it. It might seem silly. It might be uncomfortable at first, but you will become a family with these other men and you will grow to love it. Next tip I have for you guys is to be transparent at all times. Being open, honest, and transparent is a sign of trustworthiness and strength. These are qualities that will be attractive to your wife, to your friends, to your coworkers, and really to everyone. So work on transparency. Next up is to develop a moral code of ethics that you wish to live by and adhere to them. Do whatever it takes to rise up and do the right thing at all times, no matter how hard it is. My next tip for you guys is to give back to humanity. Volunteering or contributing in a beautiful way will help keep you grounded and focused on what's really important. That wraps up the tips for the men. Here's what I want everyone to realize. People do not end marriages and relationships because of lack of love. Relationships dissolve due to a lack of passion. Lack of passion causes a host of problems. It causes the feelings of insignificance of boredom. When people are bored, they seek variety in unhealthy ways. When people are bored, they start to complain about everything. They fight more often and they become unsatisfied in many areas of life. Communication diminishes, connection fades, trust suffers, and it goes downhill from there. So what's needed? Polarity. Polarity creates passion. If you need help with masculinity and femininity and passion in your marriage, and if you don't know how or where to start, set up a consult with me at jenniferprice.com forward slash apply. I really would love to talk with you about this. Thanks for tuning in to The Marriage Show. 
I appreciate the time you took to be with me today. If you love this show as much as I love making it, please subscribe, rate, and leave me a five-star review. That will allow us to inspire more people together. And if there's someone in your life that would benefit from any of the subjects we discuss here on the show, please share it with them. Text it to them, screenshot it, or email the link. Let's change lives together. Let's spread the love. Oh, and please find me on social media and tell me what subject you would like me to discuss here on the show. So head over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I really would love your suggestion. And if you want to check the show notes from today's episode, you can find them at www.themarriageshow.com. And you can also listen to all of my other episodes there as well. Until next time, love one another. Love one another.